This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's the weirdest thing you have in your purse? 651-641. 1071. Are you this digging in your purse over there? The Colleen and Bradley Show. No. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I was Hello. trying Is to look around my. calling it these days? I was trying to. What? A purse? Uh, yeah. What? Never mind. Okay. I think Holly's going to one of her oh, gross places. Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. I got I, it. Okay. Um, That's nasty. I was. I was actually Bradley for your for the record. I was looking. I was trying to look at the um, the monitor Screen. behind yeah, the monitor. Yeah. Okay. So, but now, but the rest of you don't care about that. Um, what's the weirdest thing you have in your purse? Six five one six four one. 1071. I'm actually, I now I am digging through my digging purse, purse to see what I have in here that is uh, weird. Yes. Why are we asking? I just to talk about stuff for fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's I mean, the weirdest thing you have in your purse? Sure. You want to see the weirdest thing I have in my purse? It's a Homer Hanky from the twins. From what year? 1991. I have a 1991 Homer Hanky. Oh I think you should I have probably, two in here. You should probably put that somewhere and I think keep we it have safe. I a lot, right. actually, of these. But why do I have two, three in my purse? Are you supposed three. to give them to children and then you probably didn't give them out? And I probably didn't. But anyway, that's, I think, the weirdest thing I might, that might be the weirdest thing I have in my purse. Penny, 651-641-1071. Penny just sent us an email and said, makeup earrings, face wipes, toothbrush, deodorant, brush, polish, food, curl, iron, hairspray. No, I'm not going on a trip. This is every day because I get up a few minutes before I have to leave for work. Oh, wow. So I just bring everything I need to get ready at my desk. I mean, that's kind of the smart thing God, to do, right? That just That is living on the edge, man. Right? To just sail in and then get your stuff done yeah. once you get there. Yeah. I also have an entire... This is kind of funny, actually. Maybe this is not that weird. But I have an entire collection of felt pens. Oh, is that for the kids? Like if no, you need to color or it's something? It's actually 100% for me. Oh. I just love multicolored felt pens. Felt pens. Oh, all right. Yeah, so that's, you know, you like to carry stuff around. Pens. 651-641-1071. What's the weird thing you have in your purse? Let's go to Kelly. Kelly's on the line. Hi, Kelly. Kelly, what's the weirdest thing you have in your purse? Um, I have a couple of teeth from my son. Teeth. Okay, can I just tell you, we've done this talker before, and I want to normalize your behavior. That You are not the first person who's told us that they have teeth in their purse. I just can't bring myself to throw them away when the tooth fairy collects them. Yeah. I know. Seems fair. Make a necklace out of them or a bracelet. Pe- people <laughs> used to do that. Oh, for sure. It's a real thing. I, yeah. Uh, thank you, Kelly. I get it. I get not wanting to throw away your kids' teeth. They made those. Yeah, I would make like a head, open the mouth, and then just stick all them teeth up there. You know, get like a clay, a ball of clay, make a head. You are disturbed. 
Are you serious? I mean, why not? I mean, I suppose you could do something kind of cute with that. Give your kids, they'll think it's hilarious when they're like 30. Right. That's true. Little art project. Actually, have them do it. It's summertime. They can, they got time. What do you want to do with your teeth? I'm 90% sure my 14 year old is still in bed. Uh, Let's go to Lori. Lori's on the line. Hi, Lori. What's the weirdest thing you have in your purse? I think I'm going to win this one. I have horse wormer. Horse wormer. Now, I have a question. Yes. About your horse wormer. Yes. Is that a pill? A liquid? What is what? What tube. is it? Tube? It's a tube of a pasty, stinky substance. How do you administer that to the horse? Well, you hide the tube as long as you can. Uh huh. And then you quickly put it in his mouth, um, as far back behind his teeth as you can, and then you push the injector button. And usually get about half of it on yourself. Okay, so that sounds gross, and it also sounds like it might smell a little bit. Are you, are you on your way to administer it, or do you usually carry that around with yourself? No, I bought it a couple days ago. Oh, okay. And it's, and so it's in my purse, so when I see him next, he's going to get the big shot. Lucky. So, uh, I have a question, then. Are horses basically like dogs? They know exactly what you're trying to do and want no part of it. I fake him out with um, applesauce sometimes. Oh. oh. Yeah, so basically they are dogs. Because every time you go at your dog with with medicine, they're like, no! Zero chance. <laughs> Lori, best of luck getting that uh, dewormer in the ye old Ugh. horse. Thank Sounds you for your call. Fun. Right? 651-641-1071. What's the weirdest thing you have in your purse? You don't win anything for it. We just want to talk to you. Uh, Mary's on the line. Hi, Mary. Mary, what's the weird thing you have in your purse? A fishing bobber. A fishing bobber? Did you go fishing? No, I don't really, but my husband does. I told him I was on my way to Walmart, and he goes, Oh, here, would you please try to grab me this fishing bobber that looks exactly like this one? Right. So then you do have to carry it with you. So you make sure, did you get, are you on your way still? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Yes, I have to carry it with me. So I make sure that I get the exact same yeah, one. Of course. Gonna, he couldn't gonna... have just given you like, you know, a picture on the phone, right? <laughs> right. No, you have to have the actual one. And then when that happens, and I don't want to put, I don't want to plant anything in your mind here, Mary, but I, because I'm a rule follower, I'm always afraid I'll take it out of my purse and then to do the comparison stealing. and they'll think I stole it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that okay. happened to me. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Mary. Um, yeah, what that did happen to you once? Well, not that I had something. I just I p- put my phone back in my bag. Yeah. Um, and I had it was a gym bag, and it was in the cart. And I put my phone. I checked my phone, and this was bef- it was a flip phone. Yeah, this was back in the day, day. Um, and then put the phone back in the pocket of the gym bag, and then I got stopped on my way out, and they were like, "Did you pay for everything?" You're like, I was like, yep, yep. sure did. You're like, are you sure? Because if you walk through those doors and you didn't, nothing what? good's going to happen. And I was like, well, you're. do you want to go through my bag? And did they? No, oh. because they knew. Yeah. That I didn't have nothing. Yeah, you had nothing. But they said, we saw you on camera looking at or putting stuff in your bag. And I said, it's called my phone. Yep. Do you like to go? You know what's my interesting bag? about that is like women take stuff in and out of their purse constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Well, and I will say, to be fair, I used to go to Target every day mm-hmm. because I used to take the bus and I would like my bus would go through downtown. And so I'd always stop at the downtown Target and just like I would lollygag. Too. 
Because that's what you do. Right? And just see, like, what's on clearance today. Mm-hmm. What's in the dollar And so I'm sure spot. they were like, this guy's been casing the joint for weeks. <laughs> no. No. Sorry, that had nothing to do with my purse. That That's was my okay. What gym is? Bag. I mean, I'm sure you've got some weird stuff in your gym bag. Do you want to share? Um, I mean, it's gym stuff, like gloves, tape, okay, knee Sounds pads, good. um, little knee guards. They're not pads. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Holly, you carry a fanny pack because yeah. you're fashionable like that. I'm full fanny pack now. Who needs a purse? You know what? I Who needs I, one? I want to make the transition. Yeah, you can do I it. I think a fanny pack is, br- you, is like a very, very brilliant thing. Yeah, but I feel like you'd need a gigantic fanny pack. Well, like that's it, true. You it, have it Homer Hankies. Multiple Homer Where Hankies. Where am I going to put my Homer Hankies? Yeah. Your fanny pack would topple you over. Well, I just, you know, this is, I, I go back and forth between carrying Carry a small bag and only and carry the things you can. Yes. Or carry a big bag and then you can never find anything. Right. And then you, but you have room to carry. I want everybody in my family to well, have a fanny pack. And you, I feel like yeah. when you have kids, you just always have extra stuff. I yeah. hate that. Yeah, you got to have goldfish. I don't need goldfish <laughs> crackers in my fanny That's pack. True. I know. Oh, I should. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you there is something valuable about always having a snack on you. Even though it's not necessarily for me, you know, there are times they just come in handy. Yeah, you're like, oh, snack. Yeah, look at that. Hey, calories. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, remember we were talking about Machine Gun Kelly and and Megan Fox? Well, guess what? We're going to talk about them again. Whoa. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hi. Oh, and, hi. Um, you know, part of that is just like the season we're in. That's what's being offered up. Lots of people trying to get some attention. Yeah, I mean, it's Hollywood, man. It's Hollywood, Just right? another day. Hollywood's going to... Would. Hollywood. Speaking of wood, Wood. Megan Fox um, punched Machine Gun Kelly. What? What? That's not true. No, it actually is. But here's the thing, you guys: Machine Gun Megan Kelly Fox is a thing, right? What do we call them? We call them. I don't really know. Machine Gun Megan Kelly Fox is usually what we call. Oh, hey, that's not what we call them. Well, because we you you combine the names, right? Right. So it's either Felly. I think think we call them Felly. Yeah, Felly. Okay, so yeah, we did that on purpose so that yeah. we didn't do that otherwise. Sorry, it's fine. Um, Felly, now I got to be careful. Felly. Okay, so these two, you guys, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Oh, it hurts. It's so obvious. When, especially when I read the following headline to you, which is the headline that I read yesterday, and I almost dropped my laptop computer, but I was sitting, and it was on my lap. So, frankly. Um, that would you would have had to stand up. Uh, yeah, you can't drop something that's already on you. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox punches Machine Gun Kelly in Midnight in the Switchgrass trailer, meaning the trailer for the movie. A movie. Yeah, they are in a movie. That's how they met. Remember that? Yeah, they were on the set of the movie. Was the movie just coming out? I mean, and then they. Then are they you surprised that these two are in a publationship? Yeah, no, no, I'm definitely not surprised. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. This whole publationship is for this movie. Yeah, the shame of it, not shame. I don't want to say the shame of it. The weird thing, I guess, to me, is that she literally like 
flushed her entire marriage and family down the toilet to publationship for this movie. Yeah, well, and you got to wonder if their publationship was already on the rocks or some dumb thing. Well, anyway, yeah, they but had you, split up before. But yeah. you clearly understand that these two have a hype. Why do you think they are now on red carpets sticking their tongues down yeah. each other's throats? And like dagger it's nailing each other's crotches. attention for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah also... I think the thing that surprised me about this is that Megan, or not Megan, Megan Fox is an actual actress. Yeah. Is that Machine Gun Kelly is an, is acting because I, you barely know him as a musician. Yeah. And so for him to be like trying to get his acting career off the ground, well, he and would she's, need a publicationship. And she's obviously tried to bring her acting career back. Right from where it used to be and that's a long convoluted story which we don't have that much time to get into yeah but um anytime we see these two now mm-hmm. it just becomes ever more apparent why they are in a publicationship and it also then becomes ever more apparent why um brian austin green looks so sad and pathetic because his publicationship is just for ego because what's he actually getting out of the well, deal that's the thing his publicationship is just to match this publicationship yeah, because because he doesn't have any doesn't work have happening right what's going on right now and sharna burgess well i mean she's she getting like endorsements with, with you know gummy vitamins or something when thing. does this movie come out do we know does it come out soon um that's a great question it I comes out know. in july okay so because my july question 23rd. was how much longer do we need to suffer through well, uh, uh, I would imagine experience. the rest of the summer. Yeah. Yep. I, I will say they're not early on in their publicationship. They were doing a lot of like talking about how in love they were and how, you know, how um their attraction was immediate. And now they're just grabbing crotches and licking tongues. Yeah. I mean, they're, this is not a deep couple and no. it never has been. They've always been for show. Like every time you see them, they are posing for photographs. This right. is not even, you know, uh, Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess are trying to pretend like, oh, look at us at the hotel where we're having a nice little getaway and we're just hanging out on the balcony. These two are always on a red carpet right. in a photo shoot, you know, doing something. God, it's so obvious. I will say the movie looks kind of good. It does? I'm sorry. I have not seen the trailer. He's also going by his real name, Colson. Oh. In the trailer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What looks good about this movie? You know, it looks like one of the... Well, first of all, um, Bruce Willis is in the movie, which, I don't know. That, to me, is surprising, because I didn't know that there were other, like, big names in it. 
It just is one of those. It looks like um, a small town, maybe like murder thriller type movie. Okay. I don't know. It's like the kind of genre that I get excited about. It's the kind of movie that you're going to want to see in late July when it's really hot yes. outside. It's not going to require a bunch of brain power nope. from you, but it might be thrilling. It looks entertaining. It yeah. looks like it it looks like there's going to be some sort of mystery that you're trying Two to Two FBI solve. agents cross paths with the Crawford of Florida cop who's investigating a string of murders that appear to be related. Mm-hmm. Crawford see? soon finds himself in a twisted game of cat and mouse. I'm here for this well you'll have to give us a full review i probably won't see it right away when it comes out but i will be looking for it uh like i will it'll be on the list i bet um can we stay in the publationship lane but of course so we touched on this really briefly the other day but then i read every word of this insufferable uh article in people magazine okay about another publationship that we call Wadgers. Wadgers. Oh, who's Wadgers? Poor little Alan Page and Sydney Leathers. No. Um, Wadgers is Aaron Rodgers and what's her name? Shailene, Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Yep. So the two of them kind of like came out of left field and started dating during the pandemic. And she uh, apparently opened up about their relationship and her interview for the July August edition of Shape magazine oh. which right there you see a publication chip pay, paying dividends yeah, right? right she's got a, a magazine cover and she's talking about her relationship um she basically is like listen because it was a pandemic we couldn't like do all the normal stuff this is very Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess right like because of the pandemic we couldn't do things the normal way so we just like moved in together and then we like it was all we were clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, like, it went from zero to, to sixty do. exactly. A lot of celebrities were doing that. And but she wants you to know it wasn't just because of the pandemic and the fact that they had to jump into it that their relationship is so fantastic. Because there was a contract. What she oddly she doesn't mention that. <laughs> she says, "quote I have the perspective that I would have met Aaron in any context, any space and time, because I feel that we were meant to be together." Aww. That's so adorable. Yeah. So just so you know, that's the that's their storyline to to try to to yeah to try to describe to you why they came out of left field and got into this publicationship so fast. Um, Yeah, but we've been seeing them all over the place, everywhere from the Kentucky Derby to Disney World to that. I mean, they are everywhere. They sure are. I just don't think they're in each other's bed. No. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Hello. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, God. Who's your D-bag? Oh, look. Here's somebody you've never heard of before. Alec Baldwin. Oh. Bing bong. Okay, so caveat. I'm going to talk about Lyme disease. Okay. Double caveat. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about Lyme disease. So I went to the CDC to learn more. Good Mm -hmm. idea. Thank you. Good idea. Now, I saw a headline and I thought, well, this is interesting because I didn't know this about Alec Baldwin. 
Headline, Alec Baldwin on dealing with years of Lyme disease. This thing just attacks me. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, there's an insight into Alec Baldwin we haven't heard from. And, mm-hmm. you know, based on all the negative press he's been getting lately, here's a bit of, you know, I don't know, an opportunity for him to use tabloids to kind of endear himself yeah. to a certain uh, percentage of the population, those suffering with the effects of Lyme disease. Yeah, it sort of humanizes him a little yeah. bit. Like, I'm in. Probably like, tell me more. I'd like a to smart learn move more. On, the si- on the part of his publicist. Mm-hmm. The 63-year-old actor said he first started dealing with the disease in his 40s. Okay, so then you you um, hear him talk about because um, again I was like I don't I don't know how this like what okay so they talk about living in the Hamptons around plenty of forests and of course um, there are ticks in that forest mm-hmm. right ticks can be a vector for Lyme disease yeah or so says the CDC um, it says the 63 year old actor has dealt with Lyme disease for the last 20 years ever since he was first bit by a tick he said I think I uh, I think twice that I had it I got it twice and i probably had it four times over five years where it came back at the exact same time he was talking with a couple of wait what came back the tick or lyme disease i think the effect and then he talked about the symptoms august of one summer i was standing on my friend's porch it was a cool evening it wasn't a hot steamy evening and i felt literally this wave go over my back blah 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 the thing just attacks me i've had the same thing each august i got bit and then I had it again and then the following August and I got bit again and then I had it the following August and it just kept coming back. He has inexplicable joint pain, chronic, which these are all I, I take it um symptoms. Symptoms or can be of uh those infected with Lyme disease. Okay. So I mean that I, my awareness raised why is he a d-bag so i know that's totally uh that's a very legitimate question and now i'm trying to find the exact piece of this article where it says do 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 um oh yeah okay baldwin said that he'll get this inexplicable joint pain from time to time now which makes him wonder if he has chronic lyme disease but he knows doctors often won't diagnose people with the condition and um, this is the common to what's okay. Wait, so what I'm gathering from that is he went to WebMD or the CDC website just as you did, but that he's never actually been diagnosed yeah. with this chronic disease. The takeaway is he's never been the way that I read this article was that he had never been diagnosed with Lyme disease, but he thinks that his symptoms indicate. That he has Lyme disease. And I'm like, that's fine. But generally speaking, I would think before you open up a mic and talk about it, that you might get that verified. You might want to just get that verified. Also, if you had that problem, wouldn't you want to go to your doctor right? to find out for yeah. sure? Well, and here's my other thing. Alec Baldwin D-bag, but also People Magazine for publishing well, that's- this entire article profiling his struggle with Lyme disease. Yeah. He also says it's super controversial whether it actually, or actually this is one of the hosts of the podcast that says it's super controversial, whether it actually exists. This is the most common tick borne disease in the United States. There's close to 300 people. It's a real phenomenon. And um, a lot of people have gotten mansplained by the medical system about this. And then it goes on to say, because of um, yeah, it goes on to say he thinks that he has it. But that it sounds like he's never had it actually diagnosed. 
And to me, I'm just like, if you've never had it diagnosed, why would you start talking about it? Because right. you could be misinforming people. Right. 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 That doesn't seem responsible. Yeah. Also, People Magazine, the headline says, on years of dealing with Lyme disease. Okay. But he it, But he said he does. He says he's not been diagnosed with He assumes with that. that he has it. Okay. Also, I don't think it's probably good to go around assuming you have things. Also, um, that sounds like you're a hypochondriac. Mm. Right. Well, conveniently, the name of the podcast is called Hypochondriactor. Stop it. Okay, so is this just a Oh my gosh, it's co-hosted by Sean Hayes. Yes, and Dr. Uh, Priyanka Priyanka Wally. Wally. So an actual doctor. And the doctor had good things to say about, like, don't get me wrong, this is not about Lyme disease, because the doctor had actual good things to say about Lyme disease. But uh, he just says, I kept having these pains and he'll get inexplicable joint pain, but he, uh, which makes him wonder if he has chronic Lyme disease. What? Go ask your doctor. Dude. Okay, can I actually tell you what I think is uh, unfortunate? Is that the actual premise of this entire podcast, which you don't find in this People magazine article, is actors who. Are hypochondriacs. Oh, okay. So this. Yeah, but is that's just... the problem, right? Like that's the actual problem is that then there's this podcast with an actor who's like, yeah, I totally think I have this thing, and then it gets written up like it's an actual diagnosis, but you don't realize it's not really a diagnosis because it's buried deep in it, and it's also implied by the fact that they were on this podcast, which is actually about hy- hypochondria. Yeah, now, now I'm looking at the description on the on the the podcast page and yeah, like it all comes from the fact that Sean Hayes calls himself a proud hypochondriac. He says when I read or hear a story about a health issue, I immediately wonder if it'll happen to me. Uh, and so then Alec Baldwin decided to yeah, you know, indulge his hypochondria. Yes. Okay. All righty. Okay. Interesting. Also, um. I did learn in this article that Hilaria Baldwin hates ticks, and whenever someone gets a tick on them, she cancels hiking season. <sighs> cancels the whole season. Yeah, like, we're done hiking. In case you're curious at all about uh, the topics you'll find on hypochondriactor, uh, you will hear Will Arnett talk about his knee problems. <laughs> You will hear Sean Hayes talk about his botched nose job. Oh. I mean, okay. <laughs> botched. He doesn't look like he had a botched nose. I mean, listen to the podcast. I guess I'll have to. Okay. Sorry about it. File it under the things I won't be listening to. Thank you, People Magazine, yes. for nothing. Um, I would like to introduce you to my D-bag, which is an ancient D-bag. This is ancient, ooh, like this is like a vintage. I'll say vintage. Oh. Vintage D-bag. I thought we were gonna be going back to like the Cretaceous no. period. That no. was exciting. Well, that T-Rex. Mesopotamia. No. This actually happened in I think 2015. I believe that that was the year that Chris Jenner came out with her uh, in the kitchen with Chris cookbook. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a big one. Now, this is really interesting because um, this is relevant now because what you know, what we all know about the Kardashians is that they are very good friends with a little app that we all have called Photoshop. So this is like current in that vein, right? That yeah. The Kardashians have always been associated with Photoshop. 
This story, though, goes a little something like this. She had a party for the release of her cookbook in the kitchen with Chris. And Chris Jenner uh, invited a lot of really important people to this uh, launch. Mm-hmm. One of those people was Gordon Ramsay. You know Gordon Ramsay. He is like the... Uh, he is kitchen. a fixture, yes, in food TV, Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares. He he has like, a, he's he's well known, right? He's a thing. He's a big thing. So she invites him to the party. He's there. He's like, she's like, hey, can I get a picture with you? He's like, sure. They take a picture together. Gordon Ramsay posts the picture on his own Instagram. Look at that. There's Kris Jenner. Look at that. There's Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that's nice. Adorable. Yeah, it's kind of sweet, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Just uh, shortly after, Chris Jenner posts this a picture. It appears to be the same picture, but something is different. Oh my lord! She photoshopped ah! his face and hers. Oh my god! He looks posted the picture like a character from Lord of the Rings, as they say <laughs> in the BuzzFeed uh, article. He looks like uh, an expensive candle. Like, oh, it's he, terrible. Well, this was from 2014 when people were familiarizing themselves with Facetune. And Chris Jenner was obviously doing that just like, oh, face. my God. It's ridiculous. It so, and can I just say she looks normal? He looks normal. Like he, they look exactly like you would expect yeah. them to look. In the picture. And in then the, you in just the scroll down and you're like, oh, oh, God. Yes. Make it stop. Stop trying. Right? Uh, as they say in the BuzzFeed article, she edited Gordon, too. Smoothed my guy right out like he got flattened by a piano. Someone pushed out of a skyscraper. Gave him the old Photoshop assist. The smudge alley-oop. The clone tool collab. I mean, it's just so rude. It's a little much. It's like, like well, it's go, just so... Honey, go ahead. If you are so insecure with your own face, go right ahead and, like, and do oh, that to I'm yours. Not, well, the problem is the filter probably doesn't allow you to... Pick and choose. She's like, well, everybody's getting a facelift in this one. Oh, I feel like that one had He'll some fancy it. finger work. You know, like I feel like she was doing the like smooth out the four, but but yeah, he still has like like a ton of lines on his. Yeah. Well, Gordon Ramsay has a very expressive face. He does, mm-hmm. but the oh man, the picture just makes him look like he's like. I don't know. Trying to give a smoldering glance. It just doesn't look right. He looks rubber. Yeah. Well, now I have to say. Expensive candle. Moving forward into the future. It is interesting to see the ways the fine tuning that Gordon Ramsay has actually done in real life. Yeah. Moving forward. He still keep. He has strategic craggles. Yeah. On his face. Yeah. He needs them. It's part of his. It's part of his personality. He's British. He doesn't care. There's also the British don't care. Thank God. We should all take a lesson from them. Right. Less line or less uh, less care about all the lines in your face. You're fine. Oh, my gosh. If you have no lines on your face, people are going to not trust you. It's true. Is it any wonder, though, that Kris Jenner's daughter is trying to tell us that she doesn't Photoshop her face? Yeah, like, I don't know what you're talking doesn't about. Doesn't even look like herself. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, oof, we have some more extra D bag. And this one involves um, Yoni steaming. Oh, God. I will tell you who Not our D bag is after this on My Talk 1071. Holly, for that. 
Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That very hot forecast. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hey, how's it going? You know, just doing the thing. All right. So, um, you know, we're big fans, big fans of Red Table Talk, and they are going to be the subject of our D-Bag Double Down today. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. What's going on? Okay, so Red Table Talk, thank you, of course, is the uh, Facebook watch show that is hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith, her daughter Willow Smith, and her mother, Adrian Banfield Norris. Now, this has sort of been uh, this show. First of all, it's like an Emmy Award winning Facebook watch show. They've won awards for this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been on our radar because a number of the celebrity interviews that they've done on this show. Um, and also just because they just do weird stuff. Well, they're doing weird stuff again. What are they doing? They're seeming their yonis. Um, what? So remember when Gwyneth Paltrow was like, yeah, you blow steam up your yoni. And then like, I don't know, flowers grow or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Flowers grow. No, but like, it's supposed to be like. I don't know. It's supposed to promote good flowers or metaphors for vagina. That is is true. What is what is supposed? What? How is this supposed to be good for you? I don't know. But what I do know is this: theming your lady parts does not sound like a good idea ever. Right? Actually, doctors will tell you it is not good for you. If God wanted you to steam your yoni, he would have made it. A self-cleaning oven. It is a self-cleaning well, oven. Well, but I mean, like you know, it one that actually there would have been some steam yeah. involved. Oh, that would have been kind of a cool trick. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how this all worked. Uh, Jada, first of all, surprised her mother and her daughter with this group activity on Red Table Talk. No, thank you. Like if anybody ever came at me and was like, surprise, we're going to steam our lady parts. I'd be like, no, we are not. And like with your mom, Yeah, too? no, oh. thank you. But see, that's part of their deal is like they're so comfortable with each other that <laughs> they will steam for? their yonis together. This is just for attention, right? Oh, of course. They, uh, Does Gwyneth Paltrow pop out? Like, hey, no. ladies. Of, of one is of their yonis? by Red Lobster? Um. <laughs> what? Holly. <laughs> They used $95 Yoni steaming sets from Goddess Detox. Oh, no. That, which okay. included a oh, so the word the detox home- alone should make you run away. So right? this is the home kit. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's the Goddess Detox, the Queen's 
complete vaginal steaming set. $95 each. The kit includes a, an herbal mist. <laughs> Wait, why? Is That's that like a refreshing beverage. No, I don't want that there. Um, and also a seat for the steaming. And also, um, f- for $38 extra, you can uh, get the $38 Queen Ting's Yoni and Vaginal Steaming Gowns, which come in the shade of lilac. And the three of them put these gowns on and then hovered over okay. their Yoni seats can we and be, steamed. Can we be clear that this sounds dangerous when you're putting boiling water mm-hmm. near your hooter yep hooter. yep so actually interestingly uh gynecologists and pelvic health experts have suggested that the treatment could lead to severe burns and infections uh dr jen gunter who we love why because she points out the uh inanity of things like yeah. steaming of the own she says steam is probably not good for your hormona. Herbal steam well, yeah, again, is no better and quite possibly worse. And it is not definitely like, more expensive. Like women of Iceland used to walk around volcanic vents and, you know, steam, their steam out their yoni. The piece that really also, bothers me. where does me, the word yoni come from? I don't from? know. I, it's I don't, like, oh. isn't it like a word for like your sexual center? Or it's like some sort of mystical situation. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, this yoni. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yoni steam gowns are a thing, by the way. Because they are on Amazon. Mm. Wow. Guys, don't you just make make one yourself and take a shower curtain and cut a hole for your head over it? Don't do it at all. Here is the word yoni. Thank you. Everyone. Yoni is a Sanskrit word that has been this is according to Wikipedia, thank Mm -hmm. you. That has been interpreted to literally literally mean the womb and the female organs of generation. Oh. It also Set, uh, means maybe the female sexual organ such as and okay. that was a lot of syllables. All right, yeah, so there you go. Um, well, yeah, it just means that they co-opted some actual, you know, cultural meaning from the Sanskrit that word is, that and is then correct. put it in a box and sold it on and and then the internet steamed it up your hoo ha. I just the so, steaming yeah. thing is weird. I want to share a couple things. Uh, first of all, Jada says um, this is the real Queen Throne action right here as she's <laughs> steaming her yoni. She says steaming is an ancient practice that originated in Asia and Africa and was originally used to cleanse yourself after your monthly experience. Um, and she wants you to know that like you should be paying attention to your hoo ha when it's not for somebody else. That your hoo-ha deserves attention. I love, I love this couching of the hoo-ha talk in like this practice is like ancient. And it's like, yeah, but you're using like, there's nothing ancient about what they're doing, right? Right. Like they're on a TV show. They're all wearing, you know, special gowns Mm -hmm. and manufactured items and pouring like coffee, um, like water out of a coffee pot. Into a dish, yeah, and, and then just it. hovering over it, yeah. And also, can I just ask you because I don't have one, so yeah. like I'm not going to tell ladies I'm what an to owner do, and operator, and or what not to do with yeah. their hoodly doos. Mm-hmm. Holly's got one too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, because it you you explained just then it was after your monthly flow, your yeah, yes. flow mm-hmm. pays a visit, right? Mm-hmm. That's what uh, ancient you don't need use of it was. <laughs> You don't need to like 
deal with that after the fact, right? I just want to go ahead and say, like, the whole thing about that monthly practice is that it cleans everything out. Thank you. That was my my question without getting too detailed is you don't need to, like, sit on a volcanic no. vent in order to clean out what <laughs> mother nature did for you exactly you don't need to introduce not, something new inside when something's already I, been expelled i bet if you'd started digging deep into the story where am i digging <laughs> sorry into this like the like you know because i guarantee you there is this is actually probably like like somebody created the idea probably not that long ago that you needed to do this in order to sell something. There may be some sort of experience happening in the past. Like there are a lot of things, but in terms of its modern like resurgence, Uh I bet there was somebody who was trying to make money. at Her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But, uh, Oh, what was my point? Oh, it just goes back to this whole thing that like, there's something dirty. That's my problem. Which is it's that not that dirty. like you don't steam your wieners. You no. it's this is like special or for women because you're gross tubes. and disgusting. And your periods are gross and disgusting and, and impure. And, and we're gonna try to make it some holy yeah. experience while yeah. y'all clean it together. No, thank you. When we come back on the Colleen <laughs> okay, and Bradley I didn't mean show. To start well, it just really you did. When we come back, what's your favorite guilty pleasure movie? 651-641-1071.